Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name's Louis. And my name is Lucky, and this week we played three hours of Void Bastards. Lucky. Hi. How's it going? That is me. Welcome back. Uh, lovely to have you on the line again, Louis. Thanks for coming back again this week. Um, no, 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 no problem, Lucky. Any, anytime. It's, it's anytime. always a pleasure having you on the show. Anytime. And, you know, um, I, I really, you know, I love coming on this show and um, yeah, it's a privilege, honestly. Yeah, well, you know, you're always welcome. Thank you. So Thank uh, you. It, it's, it's an honor. And uh so you actually came up with an interesting game that came this week. <laughs> yes, actually, but Lockie, um, before we move on to that, again, thank you for having me. Um, of course. Uh, I wanted to bring up something that actually I spoke about last time I was okay. on the podcast. Um, I think it was which, actually... Just, which was last week. I think it was just last week, wasn't it? Yeah, It was um, last week, yes, yes. Um, yeah, so last... I don't know if you remember this, you absolutely don't, but there was a very brief interlude where I told a, a story about... Um, about not being allowed to write the word supercalifragilisticexpialidocious on a card mm -hmm. at school. Yeah, I remember. Now, I, I listened back to that episode. Um, sorry, I'm still in my bullshit voice. <laughs> I need to just scrub that. <laughs> I listened back to that episode, and um, uh, <laughs> I realized, I knew when I was saying it, there's something wrong about this story, but I don't know what it is. There's something, like, I'm filling in the blanks here, but I'll just carry on. Okay. The word, I realized listening back to it, the word was not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Okay. That's a game changer because that's I listened not back a word. To it. No. Well, <laughs> just wait and see. I listened back okay. to it and I heard it. heard me say that and I was immediately like, no. The word was scrumdiddlyumptious. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So I don't know if that tips the scale more in the favor of the teacher not allowing me to use the word or less. Uh, I, how old were you? This was year one, so what, six, seven? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. not not to the story, but who gives a fuck what you write I, in that book? And if you're like a chill six-year-old who just loves the word scrum diddlyumptious, and why wouldn't you? I Great was, word. Yeah, I was trying to be, you know, I don't know, evocative. Sure, you're expressing, your, um, you're expressing yourself. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm team, I'm and definitely team. That, team but I wanted Louis to spell it correctly, you know? Yeah, for sure. Not, You're showing. I, I, I someone. I now. I was often told at school. I don't put my hand up enough. I don't ask enough questions. I, I I take it too easy in the back row. I'm too shy. Right. Yeah. That was an example of me, at the tender age of six, putting myself out there, mm. getting making, shut down. You know. You know. Asking for something. Asking for help, which is a difficult thing to do. Asking Looking for, for help, help. Engaging. Yeah. Trying to. Um... Yeah, express your interests as well as develop and grow your strengths yeah. and talents and yeah. develop yourself as a person. And then I was shut down. And you that's shut down the last time by I that asked a bitch of school. a teacher. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even know who the teacher was, but probably, yeah. <laughs> um, I, do, I do have this distinct memory of, like, uh, just, like, getting, getting told no and just just some part of my brain sort of 
curling <laughs> reaction to that. Jeez. Like some like visceral like, ah, <laughs> that's that. I'm never asking. I'm never doing that. Or this person I do not trust. It is all gone. Um, oh, no. Do you think it was quite a formative question? Apparently, because it's stuck in my freaking mind. Scrumdiddly uh, yeah. umptious. The story of scrumdiddly umptious. Well, not, not enough to get the word right, but enough to... And, and yeah, the premise. Correct it the following week. Yeah, that's tough, dude. Um, I'm sorry you went through that, bud. Thank you. I mean, yeah. Anyway, thanks for having me back, because I... You obviously needed to correct the, <laughs> the story. Don't say we don't correct um, the mistakes that we make in the show. No, I mean, only the important ones. Only the important ones. Uh, about video games, however, we will, of course, talk all sorts of crap. Yep. Um, especially me. Um, okay. And <laughs> if that's something you're into, I think just because... I say that because I feel like you generally have a better memory uh, and knowledge of video games in whole. Um, than I do in uh, sort of, well, probably more in the uh, sense of the games that we play for the podcast, at least, for sure. Yes, um, probably. You definitely have more knowledge about certain things. Sure, sure, mm. sure, sure, sure. Mm. Um, and we will do it all again this week. Uh, and the game this week is a game called Void Bastards. Wait. Void Bastards. Uh, yes. So, uh, so roguelike first-person shooter that came out. I don't know, like two years ago or something. I don't know. I haven't. I don't even know what the name of the developer is. Which I really should do my research, but I, it's 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 not one of those weeks where you look things up. You know, it's one of sure. those weeks where you just also give me two seconds and I can just Google it and yeah, tell do, you. do it. Tell me. Um, is it like this? Is like a Yeti? Uh, developed by Australian studio uh, Blue Manchu. Blue Manchu. And published by Humble Bundle. Yes. Is Australian? Uh, yeah, apparently. That's interesting. I mean, it, it is and it isn't because they do a sort of, uh, pun intended, bastardized version of a British uh, accent. But, like, not, amongst not just one British accent. quite a few regional accents across the Yeah, UK. quite a few bad regional <laughs> <Yeah>. British accents. <laughs> Slightly frustrating <laughs> accents throughout the UK. And um, I think if it was made within the UK, they could probably source some decent... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it, but um, uh, I can hear it now thinking back. That like, yeah, maybe that wasn't done by a British developer. Sure. I mean, anyway. it's not that. I mean, that could have very well been an in, uh, uh, intended decision. Sure. To have uh, poor quality accents, but who knows? Uh, again, apologies for the cold. So if I sound a bit blocked up, I have a cold. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, Void, void Bastards. Lucky, what is Void Bastards? Uh, so you said that it was a first person roguelike shooter. Yes and no. Oh. Um, so. Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> I got that guy's voice in my head now. Um, Stanley went through the door on the left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the front cover, that's exactly what this is. But first person shooter. <sighs> this is not a first person shooter. No, this the is... shooting is, is the, the smallest part of it anyway. Yeah, and, and the shooting is interesting is well. it's neither fun nor engaging uh and i would 
cl- claim that it's almost more of like a resource management um, activity rather than a first-person shooter in terms of the shooting gameplay. Not even the game as a whole, but I would say the shooting gameplay is more of a uh, resource management <laughs> exercise rather than Yeah, it's, it's, uh, the, you're right. it's, it's like expend bullet, don't expend bullet <laughs> is kind yes. of the thing you're doing. It's not so much aim for the head. It's more like, should I spend shotgun shells or whatever? Um, and this this game's really cool, and I like it a lot. Uh, so we're going. I'm going in, slagging it off in the shooting. Um, I just want to. Pre- I think it's I think I think it's a it's a just a better. Like obviously, if they wanted to make a first person shooter, they would have made one. Like it's not it's just not it's just not that. It's um, it's not that. Um, I'm interested in other things. Yeah, and uh, I just want to uh, say in advance, I had a really good time this week. I think I might play this game more. A really cool game. But I think um, the shooting for me was by far the most painful part of the whole experience. Mm. Really, really uh, not good. So the idea behind this game is um, another good way to describe this game would be this game is FTL, but (laughs) it's a first person shooter rather than (laughs) a um, whatever top down it's um it's uh i believe the the if you wanted to do that it would be ftl mixed with system shock 2 would probably yes um the the quickest way to describe it that's the can that's what's on the can Um, i think i I think i remember um the developers or the press around it when it was announced being like it's like a roguelike system shock which uh yeah um essentially you are a individual or series of individuals seeing as it's a roguelike who have to travel between um a series of abandoned spaceships along a sort of uh ftl style galaxy system where you move from spaceship to spaceship uh and you board these ships go around fight enemies on the ships collect uh junk and scrap and items and fuel and food and then get back on your ship and travel to the next one all while sort of collecting these main story items that progress a narrative uh, throughout the game uh, throughout this game you can also upgrade yourself and your items so that it gets sort of progressively easier uh, or you could say you're more well equipped to deal with the obstacles that you are confronted with yeah, um, so like each time you board a ship, you sort of pick the things you want to bring with you. So like you can bring a main weapon, uh, a sort of a secondary weapon, and then like a a, a third <laughs> weapon, all of slightly different like Ooh. traits, I guess. Um, um, and you get told the kinds of enemies that are going to be on the ship, the kinds of resources you need to get on the ship or can get on the ship. Uh yeah, and it's and it's yeah, as you said earlier, it's it's kind of it's just a lot of like I need this, this, and this, but that means I have to spend this, this, and this to get it. Um, and you just kind of go through that loop over and over again. Mm. Um, and then obviously there's there's like little wrinkles, like um, each person you play as has different traits. So the first person I played as randomly coughed. Oh, me too. Um, the smoker. Yeah, maybe that's horrible. Maybe that's forced. Um, uh, uh, but and, and also in a time of COVID, come on, <laughs> stress, right? 
Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> I was thinking, good, if this was me now, I, was, I thought, thank fuck I don't smoke. You know, <laughs> just coughing randomly. Not that, uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you know, I feel like that's uh, 20 a day for 50 years behavior. Yeah, coughing randomly. Yeah. Um, also, this person coughs like every, what, 20 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Which um, obviously alerts enemies nearby that you are within their range. Yeah, so some of them are like positives and some of them are negatives. So like I found a machine on like one of the very early ships I went on, I found uh, like a, a gene-altering machine uh, that I managed to remove the coughing um, ability. Oh, and, lovely. Uh, and you could pick up a different trait instead. And then I, I ended up with the trait that meant that I could sprint without alerting anyone. Uh, oh, great. Or whatever it's called. And like, so there's like lots of different traits. And I would assume that when you play as a new character, there's other interesting traits that you come across. But Lucky, you didn't die. I haven't died yet. That's insane. I saw Which that on Discord. Bizarre. And uh, I'm actually impressed. I, was like, I don't know how. I've died like a hundred times. I don't know what's going on. Am I, pl- I feel like I must be playing this game wrong. Cause it, cause I, it, it, feels, it feels like you're playing the game right. But like... I feel yeah. like I'm playing the game wrong. But that would make like... Maybe it's because I'm gathering stuff, but like how long is a run in this game? Um, Infinite, I, as far as I'm aware. Well, they must. you must complete it, right? You must get all the stuff and then... So the, the story sure. premise of this, by the way, is like you're a uh, prisoner and it has this sort of tongue-in-cheek... Oh, uh, my God. ...sort of... Uh, overt capitalist tone of like you're being expended out, um, you're being dehydrated from these like ships and expended out to collect items to come back. Yeah, um, you're like a criminal, and yeah. uh, you're sort of governed by a AI. Uh, and wouldn't you know it? It's a wacky, uh, shoots from, from the hip, <laughs> sarcastic robot. Holy shit, dude. I'm so sick <laughs> of these um, unfunny robots <laughs> in games. Yeah. Uh, ever since GLaDOS, who was really well done, really well written, um, and I guess, well, yeah, I guess GLaDOS being the sarcastic one. Um, but, oh my god, there's so many bad ones. Yeah, it's I, mean, terrible. I, don't think, I don't think this one's like bad. It's just um it's, it's just like bad. kinda obvious jokes. It's like it's bad. just kind of like he makes jokes about the you know, like how much he doesn't value your life, but treating it like you know, like corporate speak sort of stuff. It's like that kind of a joke. Um Yeah. I think for me, like just just it's just weird when it's because it's the same voice, it's the Stanley Parable guy, and and like I don't know if it's the same actor, but it sounds identical. Um and uh did great in Stanley Parable, such a good job that you put that voice anywhere else. It's like, oh, it's, it's a Stanley Parable guy. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so it's whatever. Sure, sure. And like, I, I, there is tonally, I think it's like fine. I think it's nice. Like, um, uh, I quite enjoy like <laughs> the enemies, as we were talking about, will have these like accents from dotted around from the UK. <laughs> And which is quite surreal, like just something about being in space and everyone being from the UK is a little odd. Um, and then, <laughs> and, and these aren't people either; they're all like aliens. <laughs> yeah, they're like I don't know the story. The, the world seems to imply that these are like infected or like okay, um, or like something something's gone wrong and there's something spreading across um, space that's ruining people. Okay. Um, so like there's and the, and the enemies seem to be sort of 
people that might have been in space like there's a janitor um there's a tourist um the tourists are like just these blobs that walk around and they have these little fedoras on um uh yeah and they just have they just yeah they just sound gosh i tell you what though this game is a little bit like not i wouldn't say scary at all but like can be a little bit stress um, yes and, especially um, at the start especially at the start and yeah. um and there's something for me that's so, so, like a visual reaction to someone like i don't know someone hearing someone's there's i think it's the these guys called the scribes which are the, so they're a bit more fearful enemy and they run away from you actually um but when they see you some they'll say lots of things but sometimes they'll be like excuse me <laughs> and like there's something in that just because i've heard that all my life being like accidentally bumping into someone in the street or like it just fires off some response in my head like oh god i've done something terribly Very wrong quite in triggering yeah um so it's <laughs> it's funny to have that in a game um yeah i quite enjoy the tone of those guys um that is funny i actually thought the um all the enemies were quite well done yeah uh and yes they sounded <laughs> ridiculous uh, but it was interesting, and I think, uh, although I would have liked a lot more quotes from them, mm. uh, yeah, because I don't, think it, I don't think it would have been hard uh, to record, like, ten more voice lines for each character. Um, they are, like, quite good vibes in what they say. Uh, the one that sticks out to me was one of the enemies was like, Barbara, can you not? Or something yeah, along those the lines. The tour- yeah, I think I heard the tourist. The tourist quite funny. It's like, I seem to have lost my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, that one's quite good. And hearing that stuff is nice. It does take the edge off. It does remind you that it's a fun game. Mm. Um, but I totally agree this game can be stressful as fuck in the start. Uh, the music is so intense. Um, yeah. So at the start, I sort of delved into this ship and I was sort of put in a position where you have the smoker trait, so you cough randomly. Mm-hmm. There's this very intense, loud music. Uh, there are enemies around the ship, and you have very, very limited ammo, especially at the start. Um, on a weapon that's pretty useless, you have an O2 timer, so there's like an oxygen meter in the ship um, that's constantly counting down. Uh, so you can't sort of. Yeah, it, it. I think it'll depend per ship a little bit. Does it? Um, I haven't noticed that. Maybe it does. I haven't really looked. I, I know there are also definitely like ship traits where there are longer, and you yeah. can also like increase your own oxygen. Um, so I, I don't really. Yeah, there remember. must be because there are much bigger ships and much smaller ships, so there, there yeah. must be some variation on that. I think. I think there is. Um, and it it was a lot. <laughs> I was like, oh, it this is isn't. A lot. This isn't a tool what I was expecting. Uh, and then by the end, it was the opposite. I was hardly, I was watching something else. I just turned the music <laughs> really? down. That's funny. I had, you know, like 11 minutes of oxygen per ship, uh, super casual, and was having a much better time mm. um, than I was at the start. It also didn't help uh, by the fact that... Um, I uh, visited a site on a map which had that gene warping ability. Yeah. Uh, which essentially randomizes one of your genes uh, or one of your traits for another trait. 
and I went from the coughing one to one called Paranoid. Mm. Did you get that one? No. Uh, I went to a gene thing, and I went for... Uh, it changed me to some greedy, which is a real pain. Okay. Tell me about Paranoid. Any good? No. <laughs> What's Paranoid? Um, paranoid is horrible, uh, and it basically... Every, like, 20 seconds, you hear an enemy voice, regardless of whether they're nearby or not. Oh, that's it's awful. awful. It's awful. Because <laughs> it's so awful. <laughs> not only does it put you on edge, um, but it also literally just gives you a jump scare. <laughs> because you're not ready for it. That's um, awful. I mean, like, yeah, and you... Audio is really important in this game, like... Yeah. Because, cause especially at the start, like... Um, resources are limited and you're spending most of your time in the game just collecting resources uh, you need to a lot of your options are avoid enemy um, so like you need to be able to tell where enemies are um, so yeah that's a real bugger that one yeah it sucked um, yeah. thankfully that character did die <laughs> uh, so I got a reroll um, when it rerolls because um, I don't know if I've mentioned this Lockie but uh I haven't tell had to me. roll yet. Um, okay. What? What? Um. And why is that? Why? Why? Why haven't I had to re-roll? Yeah. Why didn't you have to re-roll? I. D- I think it must be because I'm. Uh, I'm a gamer. Because you didn't die. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's well. Yeah. Long and short of it. Yeah. Um. What? What is the game? What changes? What do you lose? What do you gain? Uh, you gain a new character with re-rolled traits. Mm. Um. Sometimes good, sometimes bad, sometimes both. Uh, and then you restart with two food, two fuel uh, from the sort of start of that zone. That zone? Yeah, so I believe this is zonal. Um, and I could be wrong because I'm not sure. Uh, but so I think as sort of as you progress further, you get harder and harder ships. With harder enemies more frequently. Yeah, so there are depths. So yeah. like um just on the like the galaxy map, basically the further um uh south you go, the the uh the dip more difficult the ships get. Um so like worse enemies, worse conditions, that sort of thing. Yeah, so I, I believe you start from that depth again. Okay, but you can um, go up depths if you want. You can move around the map. Right. I actually don't even think I did that lol um uh yeah and do you keep all of the all the stuff you made still carries over yeah all that stuff all you lose is um your current food and fuel supplies as well as anything that you collected on that run and um do you still keep the like the story stuff you've gotten yep oh wow yeah so there isn't much of a punishment for there's it which is lovely yeah, uh, it made the game so much more playable and really took the edge off. Oh, that's great! I've been stressed because I've been playing for three hours and I was like, "God, if I lose, like, this is a lot to lose." Yeah, um, you do also lose. No, you don't. I was going to say ammo, but I don't think you do. Oh, really? Wow. I'm stocked. I'm stocked up. Uh, yeah, I'm. I can't believe you didn't die, dude. I wonder what it is. I wonder what it is. I so do I. How are you uh, dying mostly? What's killing you? Lots of ways. Mm. The main ways, um, so I died a couple of times to security bots. Yeah, they're definitely. 
because they hurt a lot. Um, I think I died to probably not healing myself up enough when I took damage. Uh, I died from multiple tourists exploding on me at once. So I would, like, enter Uh, a room and there'd be, like, four tourists just stacked there. Mm -hmm. Um, And they hit, like, a truck. Mm. The rocket launcher turrets hit, like, a truck. Yeah. Um, so I'm honestly impressed that you didn't die. Ah, there was one ship that I thought was going to be such a straightforward... Pirates? No, I haven't come across pirates yet. Oh, dude, they... That's a death sentence. Yeah, I feel like they're going to kill me. I've gotten very close, um, but I feel like they would just wipe me. But there was one ship where I was like, oh, this one, there's a thing I needed on this ship. And I was like, there's one type of enemy, and it was like the upgraded tourist. Um, Okay. I can't remember what they're called now, but it's like the next level up of tourist. Um, and that was all that was, just them. Um, and I was like, oh, tourists are easy. Like, you can spot them a mile away, and they just blow up when you get near them. So you just shoot them from a while away. And um, I had a lot of pistol ammo, so that would be fine. Um, and the only other condition was um, the lights are out. Um, <laughs> and um, so I, I came into the ship. Uh, first thing it, first thing that really screwed me over is it didn't have a helm, and um, what the helm lets you do is you go to the helm, you press the computer, and it shows all the items on the map for you, um, which is usually how you would find the thing you need. Like, oh, that's the big star. That's the one I need. I'll go straight to that. Um, didn't have a helm, so I was kind of flying blind. It was pitch black, and there was these enemies that acted exactly the same as tourists, except when they exploded they dropped radiation oh um and the ship was absolutely covered in them like this was the most of one enemy i had ever seen so i was in the have you played a one without the lights yet yeah um so like i was basically in the pitch black it it highlights like a light circle around you um it colors in a light circle around you and then everything else is completely black um and uh it was literally just this case of like um I was slowly just removing places I could go because I would just fill a room with, with like radiation. So I couldn't get through the door without being completely irradiated. Um, sure. Oh, that was so stressed. And because I couldn't see it on the map, I was just like hunting around this entire ship for this thing I needed. Um, that was there. But stress. you made it out. You did it. I made it out. The trick just, is just, uh... just getting out of there when just leave. Just run. I know. <laughs> just get out. I know. <laughs> There's no reason. I know. That's one of the things that's really cool about this game is, like, it takes food and fuel to move um, from one place to another, from one ship to another. Um, So you're expending resources every time you move uh, ships. But, like, if there's nothing on that ship for you, you, A, never have to go on it, or, B, um, if you do and it gets too much, you just just get out of there. Yeah, you can turn tail. It's tough, though, especially if it's a ship where it's something, uh, you know it has an item that you want. Yeah. Uh, so when you, you collect this scrap and you can build re- items required to upgrade your gear, um, or you can just find those items uh, straight off the bat, and uh, you have the ability to identify which ships have which items. So if you know it has that item, yeah. man, I want to find that item. Because <laughs> yeah. it yeah. it's tough. Uh, these things are massive bust to you when you use them to upgrade your gear. Um, yeah. So I think I definitely greeted quite a lot in this game. Um, hence why I died a lot more. 
it does feel good to like just have completely cleaned out a ship and mm. uh, come back and it shows you everything you've got and it's like a, just a crap ton of stuff. Oh yeah, especially if it's um, upgraded loot. Oh, that's <laughs> so good, and you just get ah, oh, oh, I love it. That stuff's good. Yeah. Um, this game looks beautiful. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing looking game. It looks amazing. It's worth looking up a screenshot uh, if you haven't heard of it or I seen it. It's one of the. Oh, you carry on. Sorry, go on. Oh, it's basically because it's kind of like a. Uh, how would you describe it? It's kind of cell shady, but it's not. I mean, it, it it the whole dressing of it is a comic book, right? Like the, the yeah. cutscenes take place in panels. Um, the start screen has like the, a price tag and like a board around it. The whole game has like a white border, like you're looking through a co- um comic strip. Um, and so the art style like takes the place of that. But like, it's one of those like cell shaded games where, well, I don't think I feel like. Soul Sage games have been around for a long time, and some of them you're like, wow, that really looks like actually a drawing, and some of it's like, oh, that looks like a soul shaded game. And this yeah. one, like, literally, like, if you look up a screenshot of this game, I remember the first time I saw it, I thought it was an illustration of the game. Um, yeah. Because, like, your gun and stuff, they do it because, like, your gun and the characters are completely, like, flat. They're like sprites, basically. They're just, like, an illustration cut out. Um, but it still managed to have a really good sense of depth to it. Like it doesn't feel naff and static. Like it feels like a slightly clunky first person shooter. Um, yeah. I, I, because it has space. I mean, it, it is yeah, a literal 3D, 3D yeah. space. They yeah. just use very flat textures. Yeah. It looks really good. Um, it looks great. Yeah. It looks, looks wicked. Yeah. And like the character designs are great and um, the enemies are pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Pretty Try. Cool. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I will. <laughs> um, they look fine. I thought I thought they were kind of cool. Um, uh, not a lot of variation in them. No. Um, I'm curious to see like, how many more enemy types there are. Because I do. I've, yeah. I've been seeing the same f- like four on repeat. Um, but I don't know how big long this game is. That's true. That's a good point. I feel like um, I've just been spoiled by the Binding of Isaac. Yeah. Whenever I play a roguelike, I just want infinite more. Um, but this game is not that variations. kind of scale. Like, it's not. It's, it's not, not at all. It's, it's, not even, it's not even really a roguelike, sounds like. Like, it's a... What do they say? A roguelite? Yeah. Um, uh, it sounds like most of the progress carries over, which honestly is nice, because... Losing progress for me is always a bit painful, so... Yeah. And it's cool. It's cool traveling on the different ships and exploring around them and traveling to a cargo hold and clearing it out of all the loot. Uh, Thematically, it's wicked. It does such a great job. Um, It's a... Yeah, it's it's a very cool game. Yeah, and I like how the ships have, like, different themes. Like, there's, like, a luxury ship or, like, a... A um, medical ship, or a blah blah blah, or a blah blah blah, and like they're all like they all look different, um, and they often have different sort of equipment that you might need. So like, one of the one of the ways I've stayed alive most of the time is like um, looking for the medical ships um, to find the theater which completely heals you. Um, yeah, that's a good call, dude. The ships are that's quite rare, cool. but like, because uh, if it's one of those games where it feels like you're just gonna 
like everything, everything is a commodity, including your health. Like you're just going to lose life. Um, yeah. No matter what you do, like you can dodge bullets. Like they're like actual projectiles that you can dodge, but. Um, but you can, but you also can't. But you also can't, um, and you're just going to take hits. Um, yeah, hundred percent. So once you sort of accept that, and it's like, all right, so I'm at like 200. I should probably start thinking about um, 200 health. I should probably start thinking about looking for one of those medical ships somewhere around. Um, See what you can do. Give yourself a little bump up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, dude. I mean, that is actually the thing I think I had the biggest problem with. Um, and I didn't in the fact that, okay, this whole game is resource management, but the fact that it's sort of sold as a first-person shooter made me really sad that the first-person shooter gameplay was so pants. Is it um, sold as a first-person shooter? I think so. I mean, every screenshot you look at shows enemies with health baths and a gun. Mm. You know. Um... So yes. even if it's even if it's not advertised as a first person shooter, everything uh about it makes you think, oh, this is a first person shooter. So um I guess you know. so, but like there are different types of FPSs, like like System Shock is not a good first person shooter. Um you don't play it for the shooting. Sure, sure. And y- I mean I mean I've not played System Shock. You have. <laughs> you have. You played System Shock Two. Oh yeah, two. <laughs> oh jeez, we played that a long time ago. Yeah. Cool game. Yeah, I remember this. Um. But yeah, no. So I, I, I did have a problem with the shooting, and I think I especially had a problem with the shooting, uh, because. Ammo was so sparse a lot of the time, especially at the start, mm. um, which meant that you could... I wanted to board a ship, and this this could just be me, of course, but, like, I felt like I was given the opportunity to board a ship, take on some enemies, and be rewarded uh, with, you know, some nice loot. Uh, but it was often the case of, I go on, there's an enemy that I can't sneak around, um... I have to kill them. I'm given very limited ammo to do so. So, you know, I can maybe kill two or three before I just have to turn around mm. um, and go back to the ship because I'm out of ammo. Mm. Uh, and I also found it was made even worse by the fact that exchanges with these enemies, um, as you mentioned, felt inevitable for damage exchange. So you could shoot them and you could kill them. But it was almost like if you stand, if you expose yourself and stand in line of sight, which you have to do, uh, you will shoot them and you will take X amount of damage in the time that it takes you to kill them. Mm. So it is, again, resource management in that. Uh, There was never a time when it felt like I was doing well, I was playing well. It was always like, okay, expose myself, take damage, kill Mm. them. Um, And what I found really, really killer is the fact that there's spray. Even the pistols, uh, they don't shoot straight. <laughs> no. <it's random. laughs> Which killed me. There's some RNG in that, yeah. It's crazy. So it means you can't actually aim a shot, um, especially, you know, when you have, say, 20 bullets and there's a ship of, let's say, 13 enemies and they all take, like, four bullets to kill. 
Mm. It feels really, really bad when you're up with uh, up against an enemy and you shoot them, and it takes you know seven bullets instead of four mm. because three of them miss. Like that to me felt really bad, um, as well yeah. as the fact that I couldn't avoid damage. You know, you can't, you can't uh, sort of. Yeah, it's very, very difficult to dodge damage a lot of the time. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I, I get that. I get that. I think for me, like, I felt like it's quite clear very quickly, obviously, that the shooting is not the main draw, and so like it's the stuff around it that makes it it's like it's more like tactical like you know that as you you learn a lot about what the enemies are weak to and the best way to get around them so there are some enemies that you just want to completely avoid and like the game supports that with like you can close and lock doors um, yeah some enemies can open cool. doors some of them can't um there are enemies that are weak to electricity so you can bring your zapper that'll zap them um so like the spooks were one is a good example of, like, they're really hard to kill if you don't have a zapper on you. Um, right. Because a zapper will literally let you... Because spooks, basically, they, like, they just disappear. They're ghosts, basically, so they just appear and shoot you from afar and then disappear again. Um, and they seem to take less damage um, if they're not electrified. Um, so you have your zapper out, you zap them, uh, and then you can go straight up to them and shoot them in the head and they'll die straight away. Um, nice. And, like, if, for me, like, it's, it's always... Less about, like, uh, I need to pinpoint, shoot them in the head, and more about, like, I know this will cost me between one and five shots to kill this guy um, and one zapper ammo. So do I need to do this or do I need to think of another strategy? Um, yeah, and uh, I agree. I, I agree with you. I like that stuff, but I don't think the way it was designed mm. made that a sort of reliable choice. Um, but I guess, like, how do you do that, though, without the shooting being a little bit iffy? Because if you make the shooting, like, precise, then you're yeah, just, just going to Yeah, just make it people. precise. You're just going to shoot people, then? Not at all. At least that way you have, they like, want a, you to, like, an understanding of um, how much it's going to take you. Mm. You know what I mean? If you have 12 bullets, uh, you go, okay, I can take out... I know that these... If I get headshots... These should kill in about three. And you go, okay, that means I can, if I'm really good, take out four enemies. Um, and so I know my limits. I can plan ahead as opposed to, oh, okay, hang on. I have 12 bullets. There's an enemy here. Um, oh, hang on. Four of my shots missed in a row. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean, what are you shooting with her? Just a pistol from range. Hmm. Hmm. Aiming it ahead. I don't know. I just felt like they should connect. Yeah, um, sure. I mean, that's that is but I mean that's just that's just my opinion. Um, I mean, I remember like um, um, was it the first Splinter Cell? Like the way that pistol works in that was like, uh, you have to. The longer you point the gun, the more accurate it gets. Right. <laughs> I seem to recall that, and that that I remember that feeling really good, but like. Again, it like pushes pushes you into very very forced sure. way of play, but I I don't mind that um, when I'm sort of more aware of the context. So if it's something like a, you know, like a Fallout VAT, for example, where it shows you and it goes, okay, you have eighty five percent chance to hit here, mm. um, 
that I'm cool with. Then I'm like happy to go, okay, I know what I'm up against. Um, I know my odds. I like it. I'll take the risk. Whereas this felt like super arbitrary. Uh, mm, interesting. Zero consistency. Yeah, I guess um, I don't like knowing the odds that much. <laughs> fair. I think maybe it's more interesting to get a feel for the odds and then... I find the VAT system in Fallout wank. To be honest, it's so boring. It's boring, but <laughs> so I'd, boring. I'd prefer... It's boring, but I'd prefer it as a method um, of shooting when you have limited ammo than this. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, don't get me wrong, I play Fallout as a first-person shooter. Whenever possible. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong, though. I love this game. I will probably play more. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm curious to see how much more of it there is um, just from a story perspective. The story is like hyper light, but just like to see what a, f- what a full run would look like. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Neato Gamo. Yeah, it's cool. Um, shit. What? I've forgotten. I haven't got a game again this week. Lucky, you don't have to think of a game, my friend. Oh, we don't have to think of a game. Let's go. The person that suggested a game already. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aiden suggested um, a game for us uh, for next week. So we're going to do that. Yes. Wicked. Uh, thanks, Aiden. Um, appreciate it. Appreciate Question the is, do you remember the game, Lucky? Yeah, it's... Um, uh, uh, <laughs> it's uh, I, I can picture it. <laughs> I've not played it. So its name escapes me. Uh-huh. It is, however, that sort of... You know I love them. 2D platformer that's you tricky, love. dark, soulsy, like with a little curly white headed boy with yeah, like a, a purple like a, body. He's, like a, he's a bug. Uh, what's it called again? Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. That's the one. Um, yeah, we're gonna play Hollow Knight. We're gonna play three hours of Hollow Knight, which is gosh. <laughs> um, I think yeah, we have. I have mentioned. I probably mentioned it last time, but um, there are certain games that like. Uh, I both I've wanted to recommend to Loki, and I think Loki's probably wanted to play like Dark Souls or something like that. Um, that we've never done in our however many years doing this, because it's just like three hours of Dark Souls just feels like such a waste. Um, and Hollow Knight, I think I seem to recall from my time playing it that I really got into Hollow Knight around like fifteen hours in is when I start to think like, wow, I really adore this game. <laughs> um, sure. Uh, Three hours, I literally don't remember what happens. Um, but I'll replay it for three hours to see, and okay. so will you. Um, and we'll talk about the first three hours of Hollow Knight. Yeah. Also, um, the moral of the story is thanks for the suggestion. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, we like it. We're going to take maybe a suggestion game every now and again. Um, yeah. It'd be so great. if you have any that you want to recommend, please do. Uh, a great place to do that is in our Discord. Mm. Uh, or through review, like uh, Aiden has done, absolutely. Um, or any other place. Uh, so yeah, feel free to do that if you so wish. Yeah, come hang out in the Discord. Um, I set up a channel yesterday to talk about like the game of the week that we'll be playing. So like, uh, if you have any comments, questions, suggestions on Hollow Knight this week, um, come hop in you can find the link to discord just like go to our twitter it'll be in the bio or 
I'll tweet out again, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah, as Lucky said, like, suggestions are neat. Um, I think it would be really nice to get more. Um, it'd be interesting to see what um, y'all want to talk about. For sure. For sure, for sure. Cool. Uh, well, <clears throat> we've already done a sort of mini wrap-up there. Yeah. Uh, but... Do we want to do more? <laughs> um, there's a Twitter or an Instagram, TimePlay3HR. Um, uh, and there's a Ko-Fi if you want to give us a cheeky little dono. Um, no pressure there. Uh, which is ko-fi.com forward slash TimePlay3HR. Um, and I we think have an email probably... at TimePlay3HR at gmail.com. Yes, this episode will go up on Monday. Uh, as well as, in theory, every other episode that we do. Yes. Um, so if you're into that, come listen. If you're into the episodes, you know when to find them. They'll be there, probably. A Discord link can be found on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot to... I'll also look into setting up the Discord as, like, a community Discord, which uh, yeah, I think I, becomes I searchable. That page, and I have a feeling it's, like, you might have to be over a certain oh, number okay. or something. I don't know. Right, but you might okay. have to be a certain size. All right, well... Everyone joined, so we hit that size. Yes. We can <laughs> and then we can make it easier for people to join. <laughs> a couple thousand a couple thousand of you could join. That would be great. <laughs> yep. Um, cool. Uh, I think that's it for me. Cool. Yeah, me too. Nice. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.